rise, 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 warrior, you rise, rooted in all that's true to Hello and welcome to our Way of the Wild Dreamer podcast, full of juicy musings on the creative life, with me, Claire Jasmine Beloved, and as we'd say in Liverpool, all me mates. <laughs> Interesting arty friends who will be sharing real life stories and the lowdown on being a creative in the world. so happy to be spending this afternoon chatting with my dear soul friend Sophie Green and Sophie is a artist and an illustrator and just a graphic queen of imagery and gorgeousness as well as so many other things and we've we've done so many juicy collaborations together Sophie and I'm not really very good at collaborating because I'm a strong woman who knows what she wants and um, I don't tolerate <laughs> working with many people. Um, but we've got a lovely um, way of working together. And I know I probably drive you mad a lot, but there's a big underlying respect and, and love. And I really, really, really love collaborating with you on lots of things. So Sophie Green, welcome to the Way of the Wild Dream podcast. Hello, I love it. How are we doing? That's a good intro. Hello. <laughs> Bask in that one. <laughs> so I was, I was, it's good when you just do a podcast and laugh all the way through. I was thinking about how did we first meet? And I don't know whether it probably was at Goston's building where we both had a studio on the same floor. And I think I used to bobble past and like, you know, wave and, um, and then I think, and then we became friends. And then I think I popped my head around and said, would you spare half an hour to help me with this shawl design that I'm doing? And you yeah. said, yeah, yeah, of course. And then still doing it now. <laughs> like, what is it, four years later or something? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I do remember all of that, you know, being in the studio and uh, yeah, yeah, you, you going by because you were on the end, weren't you? And there was always some sort of... Uh, there's always something going on in there. There's strange noises, lots of people <laughs> rushing past, especially people carrying little trays of food and pots of tea and things. Um, giant flowers, giant, giant rainbow no. flowers going past. Yeah, the big old boas, the big old bag of boas. Yeah, no, I, I remember you popping in and like waving and, and sort of, yeah, um, building up the courage to ask me to do some work for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never regretted it. Oh, I'll remind you of that next time I'm being annoying. <laughs> I think it's one of those lovely things when you can just find a little rhythm with working with someone and then you begin to understand, you know, how the other works. And I think it's quite rare in creative life, so I'm very grateful for it. 
but we're here to talk about you and your uh, creativity. So is there any, so artist, illustrator, um, can you tell us about, a little bit about your creative life and how it unfolded and what it looks like now? That's a big question, isn't it? It is a big one, isn't it? Uh, well, um, well, okay. So, yeah. So, my, well, my background is in graphic design, really. So, um, I, uh, I, as a, as a child, you know, I, I spent a lot of time on my own, and I was always doing creative things. I was always making and drawing and everything else. Um, and then, as I got older, I didn't really know like who or what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do with my life. But I, I sort of, I sort of drifted into graphic design because I, I kind of thought that would be the most useful thing for me. Because you know, I, I figured I could get a job in that, and that would be sort of commercially um, the way to go. Um, so I did that. I went to uni. I did graphic design, and then I worked um, for a few kind of small companies as a graphic designer. And it was all quite dry. You know, it was it was nine to five work and. It didn't really, it didn't really suit me. You know, I wonder whether it suits anyone really, but uh, yeah, it wasn't, it, I did it for 10 years or so. And then I moved to Liverpool and that's when everything changed really. It was a uh, sort of new place, new people, new ideas, new opportunities. Um, I had the chance to sort of start over and, uh, and sort of took it from there. So it's been, it's been 12 years that I've been in Liverpool and, and it's been sort of a, a slow build really since 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 then so it's you know it, it it sort of rolls on so it develops it rolls on um new people new places um yeah, yeah. so so you know sort of in a, in a good place at the moment so it's i love that liverpool was the catalyst for change and often like moving to a new city gives us the chance to like reinvent ourselves and like just show up in a different way as an artist or did that help like thinking well I've come to a new place I can like you know declare that I'm an artist or how I am or did it happen more slowly yeah yeah well no no it did I mean it was yeah moving to Liverpool was everything really I mean it, it changed everything I was in a sort of a new relationship I'd moved in um, with my with my partner who's now my wife um and uh, and and i and i transitioned as well so i'm a trans trans woman so um i sort of socially transitioned when i moved to liverpool really um so all of those things and it was capital of culture when i got to liverpool so i was surrounded by all of that that was all wow. sort of happening pretty much as soon as i got here it all started so i i sort of missed the lead up into that but it was all there so it's like a really vibrant exciting place to be um, to sort of to reach out and and sort of try and just find my place really fabulous I love that so um how was uni because a lot of people who've come on well there's a mix some people loved it and it was very creative for them and others were like it stopped me um for a long while just being creative for the joy of it or so how was it for you being doing something creative at uni um yeah it was uh the uni experience was 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 good i guess um i actually I, I didn't really know what i wanted to do so i sort of like i went to uni because it seemed to be the thing like it seemed to be the next step. um yeah. so so i wasn't like my heart wasn't really into it in terms of the the course and the coursework and everything else um you know, and I and I sort of and I did the work, and some of it I enjoyed a lot more than others. But I sort of did what I needed to do to get through it. Really, um, 
I, I sort of got I was sort of more a bit more into the social side of things. <laughs> I was in a band at the time as well that I formed at uni, so I had a lot of energy, put a lot of energy into that. Yeah, so it was creative. Um, it was create, yeah, creative and yeah, maybe different ways <laughs> that weren't part of the course. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people would feel that. Um, yeah. So, do you have a process? For creating so when you create do you have any practices that you'll do beforehand or uh, little routines or rituals that you do that um, you know uh, waking up your creativity or get you warmed up yeah um, I, I find things with me take a long time to sort of uh, gestate you know so I, I, I a lot of the work I do now is digital um, not everything, but but a lot of it. So I tend to, depending on what I'm working on, if it's a commission, then I tend to collect in all the bits and pieces for that commission and get as much information from like a client or whoever I'm working with at the time. Um, and and just compile that together just, just in a file on my desktop, on my computer, and, and, and pretty much just leave it then. You know, I, I, I tend to leave things for a few days and, and, and not really give them a lot of thought. And when I go back to them, then, then it, it, things seem a little bit clearer. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I work with that. So, so, I, so, I, so I work in small chunks. I tend to. I, I, it's very rare that I'll sit down and I will just work on the same thing for like a solid yeah. day. Yeah. I was talking to Fidelma Massey about her process, and she was saying that um, she leaves things. You know, she lets them uh, just have. Uh, a little energy of their own before she comes back and she thinks that's a really good thing because to be working on something intensively you can miss things that might um go somewhere else if you leave them be which i really love because i think that's a part of the creative cycle that people leave out when they're you know they think oh i'm not making so i'm not being productive but actually the other bits when you're not doing something are just as important I've done like I've done big commissions before where um, it has been quite sort of time time pressured and things and and when you do it and you get it done but it's the whole thing can be very stressful and at the end of it you never you never really feel like you're that happy with the results you know because it's like if I'd have had a bit more space yeah would have gone back and looked at it again a week later it might have been might have been a lot a lot better but um, yeah. well, what's your favourite part of that process is it like gathering I'm almost thinking about making a nest when you you know you're pulling all the pieces in with ideas or is it seeing the finished piece in place or which bit you like um yeah I like the I like the gathering I, I, I always find that that's nice I like I like sort of the, the the scribbles and the sketching um I find it very hard to like actually start something I find that really difficult so but I you know it's just a, it's just a you just have to start so whatever whatever it is you just have to just do something don't you and, and yeah. just just get something in the way so I just find that a bit of a struggle but once I'm sort of in the process um I I, I just like that I just like seeing something come together mm -hmm. and really when something's done it's done and, and it's I've sort of I've sort of move on really you know I don't I don't I don't pay a lot of mind unless it's some personal work to me you know and then it then it might might have a bit of a longer life it's like a place um, just before something's finished where I almost kind of detach from it. And then because people are like, do you love it when you're finished? And you just look at it and you're like, wow. And I'm like, I've actually already moved on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Cause you always got like half, you know, half a dozen unfinished. <laughs> I'm already on to the next idea. 
<laughs> you're, I mean, you're very prolific, so it's... <laughs> well, I was talking about that yesterday as well, because people have these illusions or they see a lot of work and then they're like, gosh, you're so prolific. And people think that about you as well, Sophie. And then you think, God, if you only knew the truth of like, I don't feel like I'm doing that much, you know, really. Or So how is it? I mean, more than anyone else, I know you work on a lot of commissions, Sophie, and people really love your work. And um, how does that um, influence how you create the creative process while you're doing it? Are you thinking, will this person like it? Um, does it bring another pressure or do you like that kind of collaborating, bringing in their ideas? And yeah, so how is that commissioning? And Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think I, yeah, it's good having other people's input because you never really know where, where, where something's going to go. So um, I like having all that information up front. Um, and then I just roll with that really, you know, it's for, it's like for a client. So, and I figure like, I mean, I always obviously show clients the work that I've done before, you know, which might be similar. So they kind of know what they're getting, you know, and obviously mm -hmm. a lot of them come to me because they want something that I've done before. So, um, yeah, so that gives me the confidence then just to kind of just do my thing really. And, and, and I, I never take a, a commission too far along before I show it to somebody yeah. because I just want to make sure, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not all wasting our time. So, so uh, just, yeah, just get it to a, to a, to a stage where, where it's sort of, uh, yeah, where you can sort of appreciate where it's going and then, and then build from there. But, but generally speaking, you know, people know what they sort of know what they're going to get anyway. So uh, with the right sort of input from them at the beginning, it's, it usually it usually goes smoothly. I don't have too many issues. Do you think um, you create differently? Like what I notice about you, which I really love, which I wouldn't be able to manage to do, is that you really take your ego out of the situation and you really come from a place of, I'm creating this for you, this is about you, it's not about my um, creativity or my wishes in there about what I think, you know, and I really love that and I think that really helps because I think, you know, lots of artists, you know, find that a struggle but I think you've got a really good mindset about that yeah I mean we, when you're working with like another creative like you I mean you've got a very clear idea what you want so you know I'm just mm -hmm. like your hands aren't I you know it's oh, that's so lovely well you know I try and channel I try and channel what what <laughs> I what I think you want you know yeah. I think oh, that's a good idea now and 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 then you can wave and, and direct <laughs> from the, from the camera or whatever um so <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's a commercial, it's commercial work, isn't it? So you 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 know, you you aim to please, don't you? Yeah. yeah. How is that different to if you are creating something from within or something that's really personal to you, or or pieces of artwork that are from your own kind of desire and what you want to see created? Do you just think, right, that's commercial work? And now this is different. This is my own journal or my own like sketchbook or. Uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, I think my own kind of work, that's maybe sort of like when I'm just sat on the sofa, you know, having a <laughs> cup of tea, that's kind of, that's kind of me or when I'm, you know, about on a walk and all those little things, all those little ideas, is that's all me. Yeah. So I really love the latest work that you've been doing, Sophie, the beds along the Mersey and the walks that you've been doing uh, along the docks. And I think um, people mm. really love that work. 
um, and seeing that and has that been a way of keeping sane during lockdown and everything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very much lock- it's very much lockdown work, isn't it? Yeah, well, living in the city as well, you kind of think, well, you know, I, I mean, there are obviously parks a bit further out the city, but like living in the city centre and you're kind of limited to where you can go and you kind of think, well, you're not really going to see much, are you? You know, there's not, there's, you know, there's, you see a pigeon or something, usually, or a seagull, but actually... There's loads of different birds out there, which I never really noticed before. So, yeah, I love walking down the docks. It's a bit of space, a bit of headspace, a bit of exercise. So a great crested grebe there today. And there was, a, there was a couple that I've never seen before down on the docks with binoculars staring at a tree, like right on the main road. <laughs> they, were about, they were about 15 feet away from this tree with their binoculars watching this tiny bird. And... Uh, yeah, reading up on them, a little bit more about them and drawing them. And it's been really lovely. Yeah. Oh, great, Sophie. So what what is your best-selling piece that you've done? Is it a bird? Chippy tea. Cheers. Tell us about the chippy tea. It's that chippy tea print. <laughs> Sophie's holding it's just a little, just little, I've got a little, little print with seagulls on, um, just chippy tea on it. And uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one that everybody wants. Bestseller. Still. I did. I did it about. I think I did it about five years ago or something. But it's still there. Uh, Who knew? Still want it. I sold a chippy tea mug just today, actually. So, oh, love that. So, um, where does? And I think, I think maybe this question, you know, will be dead interesting to lots of people, um, especially with your work because it is more commercial about. Where does your creative life meet with the need to earn money? Um, does it, um, is it very connected with, um, with that? Uh, well, it, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, because, you know, it's like my, it's my skill set, isn't it? So yeah. just to monetize that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very connected, really. Yeah, I have to, I have to do it to earn um and um you know and i'm lucky i'm in a position where i can get i can get enough of the work to to to, to be okay you know financially so yeah um, it's, it's great for people to know like i can make a living from this and from my creativity and i think you've got a great balance on that sophie and and also a way of to, like probably like some of the little sketches you've done that maybe just things that you've done while you've been on a walk and then sketched on the sofa, you know, have become prints that you've then sold as well. So there is also just using the creativity that comes from, from inside and from what you're just interested in that makes money as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. There's, it's lots of, there's lots of strands, isn't there, that, that go into it. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of perseverance, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of luck, um, you know, and there's obviously unfortunate in other circumstances as well in that, you know, I'm, We've got like a wife, you know, and, and we can sort of you know, look out for each other and support each other in that in that sense as well. Like financially, um, you know, it's given me a lot of opportunity there. Um, and I'm lucky that I've got a because I, I have a, a studio in in town, so I'm lucky that I have that kind of a like a like a front facing sort of place to actually sell my work as well, which makes things a lot easier. 
So what is your favourite commission that you've ever done? You, you can leave me out of it because I know obviously I'll be the favourite. <laughs> is, <there something? laughs> is there some interesting commissions that you've done that you might want to share? Like I was thinking about the ceiling um, decal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, have done, I have done some kind of interesting um bits over the year it's yeah things like that like the ceiling so i did like a, a a mural for somebody's ceiling which was like a biographical piece you know about their life and um they had a very nice uh sort of uh apartment in like an old converted sort of uh sort of manor house i guess and uh yeah they said i want i want uh, i want a mural on the ceiling <laughs> So I went to have a look. I said, you want a, like a, a full-size mural on your ceiling, a very large <laughs> ceiling? And I was like, right, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the first thing that was to quickly establish that I wasn't going to paint the ceiling. I said, well, I'm not, I'm definitely not painting your ceiling because that would be an absolute nightmare. <laughs> that's like one of my greatest fears. <laughs> it's like a lot of hard work. Um, yeah, so I said, I will design you a mural digitally and then we'll get it installed, um, you know, we'll get it printed and then we'll get somebody in and they can actually they can actually um, fix it to the ceiling. So it's like a biogra uh, biographical piece on their life. Wow. Um, and it's really interesting, just places they'd been, you know, organisations they'd worked for, um, other little bits and pieces, a few quotes and things, and it was all done in sort of an Art Deco style um, because that's what they, you know, that was what they loved, mm. and um, you know, and and, and the the uh, property they lived in was very much in that style as well. So it actually it came out really well. I was like really really pleased with it, and it's like it was big. It was like four meters across. It was a it was a huge circle oh. on the ceiling. So yeah, that was a bit special. Um, How incredible! And I totally agree. If anyone says to me, can you know, do you do murals? I just want to run. <laughs> well, yeah, this is it. Mur yeah, murals. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't do murals. I yeah, I always say right. I can. I can. I can have. So I can. I can do whatever you want, and we can put it on a wall. But I won't be painting it. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I know there's loads of people who love doing them, so that's good. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there is. Yeah. This is it. I know people that 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 will happily take the work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, so anything else that sticks out as a memorable? Oh, um, I, I did. I enjoyed doing. I didn't. I, I've done a lot of uh, big, of uh, big animal sculptures for um, a lot of the art trails. So mm -hmm. Liverpool had the lamb bananas in two thousand eight when I arrived. Actually, it was one of the first, one of the first things I saw was all these little lamb bananas everywhere, which I didn't know what they were. Um, and th that same company has done art trails um, all across the UK, but they've done some globally as well. Uh, so like the first the first sort of big one or the first one of those that I did that I really liked was it was, was a dragon which went over in Norwich which was uh, a really beautiful uh, dragon sculpture and it was all sort of done in in its in its sort of bones it was kind of its skeletal form mm -hmm. and things which yeah. was really nice and and it got lots of you know and lots and and, and through doing work like that because it's a public piece you know you get lots of interactions online people taking the photos with it and and it was just nice being part of that whole event, really. And they created a little miniature of it as well, which was really lovely, which they sold for, for, for the charity, which, which it was raising funds for. So I've done a lot of those. I think I've done about 30 of those for different art trails, um, which are always really good fun. 
I um, remember going past your studio and like seeing giant animals in there, like that you were. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it just looks. I mean, I think that's what's great. You you work so varied, and that must make it interesting. You're not like a, a designer illustrator who's who's doing brochures all the time or anything. You, you know, it feels like there's always different stuff going on. I remember you did a bus, so you like illustrate yeah. the bus and yeah, I've done, a, I've done a couple of buses. Yeah. yeah I've done... <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, also in many ways you kind of take someone's story and, and help them translate it and, and give, it, give it to them back in a different way and I think mm. that's really powerful I, I, I'm thinking about some like little avatars that you've done for people that I know and does as well and I think it's really beautiful to just see someone's interpretation of you or of your story like the ceiling and things so i think yeah powerful about that really yeah i love that i i do i do like doing different work so yeah i get i do i i get i kind of get bored quite easily i guess with with you know if i was doing one one kind of work all the time i i do kind of feel myself shifting towards something completely different like i've started doing lots of lino cuts lately just because i wanted to do something a bit messy you know and it's very limiting when you're working at home what you can actually do so um i, I started doing that and uh, just just getting a bit messy alongside kind of like designing logos you know so yeah and then it good. Yeah, yeah feels like there's freedom in there and choice and you know yeah. um you know you can choose what you do next and mix it up which feels lovely yeah. uh, how important are social media being to your work how's it changed it and also um you know does that feel like a hindrance or is it a juicy thing or or bit of both yeah I, yeah um well i mean it is really important yeah it's been really important because you know when you're first creating things it's like how does anybody see them really you know um you know you can get you can get little uh, gallery um, exhibitions and things you know when you're starting out and, and that's great because obviously you get that direct contact but but it may be very limited as to who actually sees them. So on, online is has been good and it's allowed me to connect with people in like different parts of the world that I would never be able to connect with and, yeah. and, and work with them as well in the past. So that kind of got me rolling. Um, I am a bit indifferent about, at the moment, like social media, I'm just a bit, just, I do feel tired with it all really. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, do, I, do, I, I struggle to to sort of communicate through it and, and sort of find new networks and things I, I just i just find it a little bit overwhelming at the moment to be honest <laughs> me too but i know i need it you know i need it it needs yeah. i think that's kind of a universal thing at the moment isn't it and i think um i mean i'm not into the you've got a post at this time of the day so there's so many people to i can't be bothered mm -hmm. <laughs> um but i think it has opened those doors for people to know your work and uh, and and buy it from all over the world and I, I myself love that people in New Zealand are buying stuff or America and you've got yeah that yeah that's really exciting you do wonder like how people have found you sometimes <laughs> and, you know there's you know just odd things like you sell a painting and then it gets and then somewhere along the line it changes hands and then that person then contacts you and says did you paint this and you know and then, get, and then they hook they hook them back in yeah it's, it's very interesting Juicy but can be tiring, we'll say about that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, 
Sophie, I feel like what I've watched over the years from you is that you're really given to the communities that you're part of and the city, you know, Liverpool, um, and that you give a lot and, and are involved in a lot of things. Um, and that that's like nourishing for everyone who knows you and the communities and also like feeds into your work and just, you know, that you're not creating in a vacuum. You It's like community, really. Is that really important to you? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, especially, especially, you know, especially in Liverpool as well, you know, it's because it feels like it's a city that made me. So, you know, it's, you know, I think if you're, if you're, in a position to and you're able to and, and you feel you want to then then you know it's it's good to obviously give, give, give back a little bit isn't it whether that's just just a nice you know just bright cheerful picture every now and again or, or whether you know we can physically give you know then then yeah. that's even better but it's it's yeah, yeah and this obviously you know is not what motivates us to be part of communities but i think it's really lovely for our artwork because I remember you know all your running club coming to uh, exhibitions and things and people maybe buying paintings you wouldn't come and buy paintings usually and all that so that mixing of communities and I think feels really nourishing as well. So. Yeah I love that all well, the sort of the cross the crossovers where it gets to a stage when you're not quite sure where you know somebody from <laughs> you know is it from is that yeah. from the art scene? Is that the, yeah. the running scene, the dancing scene? Is it the bird watching scene? <laughs> you know, like... And also, I think, um, like me, you're really passionate about giving work to, uh, you know, other creatives and paying for their work and, you know, photographers and, you know, who can we use a printer that's local? And I think that's all all really great stuff as well yeah yeah it's 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 really nice to have people around you that you know are, 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 you know that if they're better at something than you then you can just mm, say well, you really you do that and then yeah it's reciprocal isn't people it? say to me well you could probably do this or that yourself and i think oh yeah well how lonely and and like why not yeah. give it to someone who's like fast and amazing and good at it and you, you can't know. and you, yeah and you can't do everything you know people always say why don't you do this why don't you do that why don't you do that and it's like well i can't you know it's it's, it's a great idea but you know it's yeah yeah <laughs> i can't do everything <laughs> um what out of all your creative life and career is there any like peak moments in there like you've been in the flow creating something or you're so proud of something you've done or um, is there any like moment where you could say god I was really in the creative flow there and it was like a one of my peak moments of my creative life that's a big question isn't it <laughs> they're all a bit deep obviously well I'm not sure really I don't really know have a ponder something might come to you yeah i'll have a ponder i mean you i mean you do yeah you mean you do you do get lost in your work often don't you mm. i think going back to those sculptures i think there was there was a point when um i was i had i had a like a, a little room and i had about four or five of those sculptures on the go My God. So i was always i was almost like in a trance like state because i've been in this it was very hot i think it was <laughs> middle of summer it's very hot there was no window and I had like five of these sculptures <laughs> and, uh, and I was groveling around on the floor painting them because they all needed to be done. And, uh, and it was just all day, every day. And it just felt like it was never ending. It was like a trance, trance, <laughs> trance like state. I was in. You could have been high off the paint as well, Sophie. <laughs> Spray paint high. 
I think that the creative life can be quite lonely, you know, working away on a project or everything. So, you know, I've definitely really appreciated, you know, surrounding myself with other creatives. And I think, you know, what we built at Goston Studios was a lovely community of like almost your workmates, you know, people laugh going, Sophie's your work wife or, you know, and just, just that you've got, you've got that um support and someone to just go oh, this this isn't going that well or and i think that that has been a real comfort to me and important yeah yeah it's, it's good isn't it to have that 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 sort of space and someone that's sort of you know on the same page with it i guess you know and has the time to to, to listen you know everyone's so busy aren't they that sometimes yeah. you just need to check in with somebody else that that, that sort of um bounce off because sometimes you'd say like oh, I'm really struggling today, you know, to someone back home or a friend, you know, who doesn't understand and like, oh, you just messed about with paint and glitter. <laughs> so they didn't really get it. So it's lovely to have that. <laughs> what do you mean you've had a hard day? <laughs> so, Sophie, is there anything, I mean, obviously for all of us, there's lots of things, but is there anything that you um, see as a growth area or something that you are learning or still struggling with maybe something that's come up a few times in your creative life or or just like you know someone said like what's next or you know god i'm still struggling with trying to find a way to do this is there something in your creative life that's still a, a learning and a struggle i don't know things that i struggle with i don't know i do i do have long, like long periods of uh uh like where i just don't feel creative at all you know, yeah. and, and, don't, yeah. and don't and don't do and don't do much, and 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 I think again with social media, I sometimes have that pressure that you should be kind of creating and doing things all the time. So I struggle with that a little bit. So like knowing when to just actually just have a day off, you know, and think yeah. don't worry about it, just do something <laughs> else. Um, I think when you work freelance, you know that sort of you have you know it's, it's just always there and it's always ticking over and, and my wife is freelance as well so we you, you, you kind of just get into like a little cycle where you feel like you must always be doing some element of work or something you know yeah. it's easy to just like always be working I think when you work for yourself I remember thinking well god when I used to work you know I didn't, I didn't work in a job for very long before I realized that I had to be freelance yeah but, you know I used to switch off when I came home a lot, but I kind of feel like I'm always. Well, this working. is it. What would, yeah, what would, I mean, yeah, I do wonder. It's like, well, what would we do if we just knocked off at five and had the weekend, you know, and had the weekends off? It's like, oh, I don't really know what I'd do. What I'm do like do? at 11 o'clock at night thinking, oh, I wonder if I should like do that idea or how should that be? And, you know, I, yeah. I think it's so, for me anyway, so integrated into who I am and my life. It's not like a work. So, you know, there yeah, is I mean, I, I feel like... that I, I feel that way as well. I mean, I, I do wonder, you know, like, obviously, you know, I get, I guess, you know, like down the line, it's like, well, where, where is this going? You know, because mm -hmm. it's, it's, I've never, I've never, you know, rightly or wrongly, I've never really had like, like a plan. So, um, you know, in the next <laughs> five years time, it's like, I'm not really sure. Hopefully, you know, doing what I'm doing now and enjoying it and, uh, you know, selling a bit more work. That would be great. <laughs> it's, um, it's like, you know, a business plan is my worst fear kind of thing. I know, I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's something <clears throat> I've, I've thought and talked about 
before in the past and I've just never uh, I've never fully focused on it um, I love um, some of the new products and some of the the way your work's developing I can see that you've got lovely um, live bird glittery earrings in and stuff yeah. and I, I'm sure your work will carry on developing in new and exciting juicy ways um, if you travel back to your younger self and wanted to say anything to them or reassure them of anything or let them know how your life as a creative will unfold or is there anything that you would say any wisdom that you'd say or comfort that you'd give them um i i don't, um, I don't know i mean i guess just yeah just just do what you're doing really if you're enjoying it then do it and um just keep working at it i guess you know things things will things will be okay <laughs> um things will work out in the end you know um yeah. it's yeah it's yeah it's, it's, i was just thinking as you were talking sophie that you are such a hard worker and i think that's something that people People don't see, though, do they, the amount of work that you put into, you know, because some people go, it didn't really work, that I tried the, I tried to be this or that, but, but really, it does take a lot of perseverance, and it does just take a lot of showing up and doing, yeah. it, doing it every yeah, day. Yeah it, is, yeah, it is showing up. I mean, it's that's it, and, and you have, you obviously, you know, you have things that sell, and you have things that are popular and people like, and then you have like a hundred other things that no one yeah. damn about. You know, it's like <laughs> all the other stuff is just you may as well just put that in the bin. You know, because <laughs> I know, I know some people who say, you know, like oh, I did, I did that, I made a print of it, and no one bought it, so it obviously wasn't going to work. And and so I've done some, you know, I've gone back to work or I've done something yeah. else. And I do think there is like a bit of a difference between like people feeling that and other people that I know who've been long-term creatives where, you know, that would never enter me head to stop doing it just because like that didn't work or this didn't work. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think maybe some people think it's a little bit, a little bit easier than it is. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, it is real perseverance and, just yeah just just getting on with it and and I, I think maybe we know that the option just wouldn't really suit us if there was an alternative like going back to work or nine to five I can't I mean I would be yeah I mean I I, I don't know whether I'd, I mean I guess I guess I could be employable I don't know it's <laughs> a long time it's been it's, so it's been nearly third, uh, 13 years since I had a job mine's 25 um, years 25 so. years since you had a job <laughs> Imagine you in a nine-to-five. <laughs> My friend um, Ronnie Hughes was doing some coaching with me years ago and he said, so I was looking at my options and he said, I've got news for you, Claire. You're like totally unemployable now. Because <laughs> he said like after like 10 years of self-employment, there's no going back really for people because like, you know, thinking about, and it's like daft because people go, oh, you only get like three weeks holiday and, and then Sandra will say to me, well, you don't take three weeks holiday. Mm. So it's, you know, but it's just that mindset that someone might tell me I've only got that much holiday. Yeah, yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, it's like you want to go on holiday when you want to go on holiday. We've got a lot of freedom, but whether we use it or not, it's <laughs> to uh, take the actual holidays. Yeah, so. And true. even on holiday, I guess we're, we're always working 
thinking well, yeah well, exactly yeah well the holidays is like the best time isn't it because you can holiday is an opportunity to like to research it's research <laughs> yeah but that is that that's not um tax deductible is it no? <laughs> So much. Oh, <laughs> Sophie, well, I knew that I would laugh with you through this podcast because that's just how we roll. Oh, and God. it's just really lovely. And I think it's just given us a different view to some of the other podcasts. And yeah, so just celebrating you and all that you are and do and your artwork and your activism and you're just showing up in your love of Liverpool and how it loves you back. So it's been totally gorgeous. And is there anything that people listening can do that would be a support to you? Like, should we follow you on Instagram? And Yes, that'd be yeah. nice. Yes, if you could follow me on Instagram, Sophie Green Artist. Um, and same on Facebook, Sophie Green Artist. Um, and visit my website, sophie-green.com come and get uh, yourself a chippy tea more do, do we'll just say hello really you know if, if you know if you've got any questions ask away and let me know if i can help especially if you're from somewhere exotic <laughs> yes if you're somewhere exotic you've got some sort of like a nice studio exchange <laughs> thing going on let's see I definitely think that's in our future, so if we should put that out there that we like do a swap yes. with San Francisco artists or something. Yeah, it could be near the sea or in the mountains or in the forest. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Oh, well, Sophie, it's been gorgeous and thank you so much for your time and fabulousness. Thank you, Claire, beloved. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to the Way of the Wild Dreamer podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to follow more of my work, you can visit my website at www.clairebeloved.com. I hope you found this podcast inspiring and irreverent and juicy. Living your way Creative day by day Your dreams are birds taking flight First one step Then another step Watch as it comes to life This is the way of the wild
a lineage before, a lineage that flows.